Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 3, Episode 4. First aired August 19th, 2008. I Do Over. Events loop for Carter as he repeatedly experiences the same lousy day. Meanwhile, his free-spirited sister visits the town, Lexi, Ever Carradine. Creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia, written by Thania St. John and directed by Matt Earl Beasley. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and we're back with Season 3, Episode 4, I Do Over. I'm here with my co-host, Skip. Hi, Skip. Hello. How you doing? I am fine, thank you. And yourself? I'm just wonderful. <laughs> just wonderful? Just wonderful. Isn't that great? Yes. <laughs> so in this episode, we have redactions, we have a wedding, and we have somewhat something like Groundhog Day. Time repeating itself over and over and over. <laughs> something like Groundhog Day? Yeah. I'm not a fan of these, because every show does... Yeah, the, One of these, the Groundhog Day And, and you have thing. to keep watching the same thing over and over. Although, yeah. this wasn't that annoying. They kind of changed there it There was differences yeah. in every loop. It wasn't the same exact thing that was happening because Carter realized what was going on. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, yeah. And it bothers me that no one else believed them. Like, how many time it, loops and, and stuff and, have you already been through? Right, I know. And why does it take them so long to go talk to Henry? I don't know. I guess maybe in the far stretch of the imagination, one might think that he's upset about Allison getting married. And Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know but he goes to Nathan and talks about, you know, oh, there's a time loop. Immediately. Right. Absolutely right. immediately. Right. There's a time loop. The clock is doing it. And I think he went to Nathan because he heard the clock was coming in. Right. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, he's called to do redactions at GD. One person he goes to meet is Leo Weinbrenner, who's not in his office, but when he opens the lab door, he gets hit with flashlights. Yeah, so. he gets zapped, and then he's like, okay, I'm leaving. So there's the problem. You know that's going to be a problem. And then they go right to the wedding. Right. You know, and then they're at the wedding, and then right at the, what's the, the standard wedding line, if anybody objects. Yes. Speak now. Right after that, flash, boom, back in the shower. Back in the shower, Right. And so I was wondering, because every event they have seems to be in this field. Yeah. Just, yeah, they would stop having events in the right. field after a while. Yeah. But why not invite Eva to the wedding? It's not like you have a space problem. Yeah. It, yeah. Everything seems to be going on in this field. Right, they but you take... know what? I don't think I would have invited her either. No. She's a newcomer to the place. She's there specifically to fire people. Right, right. I know. So, but it's hey, still your come boss. to my wedding. Yeah, but it's still your boss. No, it's a good time know, to suck up. Yeah, no, screw that. <laughs> Not at a wedding. You know how much weddings cost? But you it's in a field. Hundred hours. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be an issue. But you assume there's going to be a reception afterwards. <laughs> Looks like everything. The cakes there. Yeah, everything's there in that field. Yeah, and yeah, and everything's free. It's <laughs> FADM anyway, so the cake right. didn't cost anything. Right. 
So, anyway, this is the first time we meet Lexi. I who hate I her. can't stand. Every part in my notes when oh it comes to Lexi's scene, it so just much. says Lexi annoying. Yeah. She gets better later. No, she doesn't. But she's really... This, much, this episode, she's annoying, but the next couple episodes when... Well, you know, first... Even more She annoying. comes to his house and... She arranges his furniture. Yes. And then in a few episodes, she tries to be the mother to Zoe and yeah. override all his She's decisions. She's the new age aunt yeah. that, you know, you have to align your chakras and make it out. I wrote that down here. Like, a, you know, I hate Lex. That's all I wrote. I underlined it and it's done. I, I'm sure she was supposed to be. Hated? Yes, they I'm wrote sure, her to be hated. I'm, I'm sure she was supposed to be the polar opposite. No, of she was supposed to be the quirky new character. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes. <laughs> so Carter tries to convince Allison and Nathan that something's going to. There's dis- something going on. Yeah, there's, there's something going loop. on. There's something going on. Yeah, because um, he calls it this horrible day. Yeah, Allison takes it as he's you know being yeah. miserable you about know, her yeah. getting married. Okay, Carter, I know you're hot on me, but... <laughs> yeah. But there was one time through the loop that I was glad they had. I think it's the time when Carter decides to kiss her. Yes. And she says to him... On the advice of his sister. Yes. Well, I know, but I was kind of glad they had that because they had the conversation that Carter wasn't second best. It's just that she had a history with Nathan. Yeah. I was kind of glad for moving forward that they had that conversation. Yeah. Because you know that Carter really wasn't second best. It was just that her and Nathan had a history. and. But they're in Eureka. It's not a supernatural event until you show your true feelings. And then you'll go back to where you are. No. You're in Eureka. And Carter should know that. (laughs) No, Lex. We're not. (laughs) What you're saying is wrong. (laughs) That's true. She doesn't know better, but he should know better. Yeah. So Carter's trying to convince Allison and Nathan that something's trying to delete them from the space-time continuum. Right. And yes, like you said, he talks to Lexi and she, she tells him he's going to be stuck in this day until he shows his true feelings, which he does. So Carter goes back to Nathan and Fargo and, you know, he learns about the time clock and he tries to get them to shut it down. Shut it down, because he assumes that's the cause of it. Right, which of course Nathan isn't going to yeah. go for. But then he gets Fargo at gunpoint. Yeah, I know, <laughs> which was kind of cool. Extreme measures, <laughs> and has him unplug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unplug the clock. If seriously, it was a plug. <laughs> but the time loop continues. As yeah. soon as he unplugs the clock, Carter's back. But every time he comes back, he comes back with more in- injuries and damage. Right. But so he comes back with more stuff from the previous time. Right. At first, it was just a little cut. And then he comes back with his uniform uh, still on and bruised up. And then he comes back with Thorne's device because she's right. up to no oh, good. Right. So he thinks now she's the cause of it. Right. And then he goes to see Henry. Eva's still looking for something, so he goes to confront Eva. Yeah. And he believes whatever she's doing is the cause of it. Right. And she has the device. And what was the device? It was like an X-ray or a sonar kind of device. She's looking for something underground. And it's a sonar mapper device. Oh, okay. So he comes back with that convinced that that has something to do with it. And eventually he does meet Leo Weinbrenner. Yes. He asks Fargo who the time guy is. Yeah. And Fargo tells him Weinbrenner. And then it occurs to him that Weinbrenner seemed to know he was redacted before he was actually redacted. He finds him. 
at the next loop. Right. He meets him at the door again. And Weinbrenner, I guess, was trying to finish this experiment because... Because he's, he's stuck in the loop, too. He's Yeah, he's stuck in yeah. the loop. He was first trying to finish <clears throat> his experiment because this clock was going to take his job. Right. And now he's trying to finish this experiment because he's stuck there. He's stuck there, yeah. And now both he and Carter are stuck there. Right. And that came from Carter getting hit, zapped with that light at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, because he has a particle de-accelerator. I didn't yes. write down the science-y stuff because I, <laughs> I figured since I was recording with you, you would, get, you would have all that down. <laughs> he has a particle de-accelerator that he was experimenting with in some sort of, I forget what he called it, some color... So I can't was, remember what he yeah. something. Mm, I can't remember. As long as you're in this magenta field, you're immune to the particle deaccelerator effects. Okay. Which evidently didn't work because he turned on the machine, flashed Carter, and he got caught in it too. So he tells Carter that if he doesn't make it through the next jump, yeah, because now they've decided they should use the clock because whatever timer he hasn't right. invented yet. Is not yeah. accurate enough. So yeah. they decide that they're going to use the clock. And Leo's going to try it, and he pretty much is convinced he's not going to actually survive it. And he says that the only other person that could do this is Nathan. Nathan. Now, there's another thing that bothers me about this whole thing. He tells Carter, because Carter's like, how, how am I going to convince Nathan? I haven't been able to as of yet. And he shows him the equation, and you learn this, you say it to Nathan, and he will believe you. So Carter learns it as a kind of a sing-songy thing. And then, next time loop, he meets Fargo and Nathan and sings his little equation thing. Then brings him down to Leo's lab, where there is a dead body of Leo and the equation written on the board. I thought they found the dead body of Leo in the clock. Well, well, this is... That, well, this is why I'm confused. No, it's not in the clock. It's in his lab. Uh, I thought if they found... Okay, no, okay. well, the, the clock and the deaccelerator are shaped similar. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Allison actually found the dead body right. as they were talking to right. him. Right. Now, instead of Leo saying, learn this equation, he could have said, bring Nathan to this lab and show him this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, you know, he could have stopped Nathan and right. Fargo and said, you guys have to come with me. There's an emergency in the lab down here. Oh, come on, Carter, we have things to do right, right now. <laughs> very important. Well, no, you have to come with me right this very minute. Bring them down there and say, unless, time loop, look at that board. Unless they just thought it would be faster. Dead guy equations yeah. for dead guy. Unless they just thought it would be faster than trying to convince Nathan to follow him. That's the only... To sing a song about an equation? <laughs> you know how long it took him to do that? <laughs> Sitting in the lab saying, okay, we have a few minutes left. You have to learn this equation. That's like later, and... very far later. later <laughs> which I don't want to say because it's a spoiler, but I wrote it on my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when we get there, that's like one of the funniest scenes. Yeah. Like we said, Weinbrenner was afraid that he wasn't going to make it through the next jump, so he right. teaches Carter this formula. Right, and Nathan's the only other one that would know anything about this and know how to take care of it. And if it's not taken care of, the universe will be deleted. Yes. Yeah, the next jump may be the very last jump that right. they could do, so that's their only chance to fix it. So Nathan believes Carter. After looking at the board with the equation on it. Right. Not well, the song. Kind of, right, but he kind of reckons. It kind of makes him pause, gives him pause as to why Carter knows this. I mean, if someone came up to me and started singing an equation, 
say, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go look at what you want us to. All right, let's keep you calm. He's got a gun. He didn't use the gun. He only had yeah, a yeah, yeah, but he's got one, so let's follow Carter, everyone. Nathan comes up with the um, idea that the new clock is the only way to fix this. I and think it was Carter. Wasn't it Carter? So yeah, it was. the new clock? Right. Everybody went, oh, yeah, yeah, the new clock. Right. And Nathan agrees. They had to calibrate it manually, which meant Nathan had to go into the clock. Right, the same as Leo did. Right, and Carter wa- and Carter knows what happened to Leo. Yeah, so Carter wanted to do it. Right, but Carter can't do it. And, and Fargo volunteered. And Fargo volunteered. Yeah. I was going to bring that. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you remember back to that other doctor who I can't remember his name anymore, the original head of GD. Uh, from the first episode. Yeah. 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 Fargo was his assistant too, but Fargo was kind of sarcastic with him. Yeah. And I don't know how Fargo got to be with Nathan because he was Allison's assistant. We never actually know what his job is. Yeah, Fargo's just now the, he's always the, with Nathan. He's the gopher of the yeah. place. He's, but uh, he always seems to be with Nathan. Yeah. So I think he really has an affection for him, yeah. and he really um, admires him. Yeah. So he volunteers to go, yeah. which was shocking for Fargo, but you could see how yeah. you know much he admires Nathan. But Nathan says he's the one who originally worked on the project, so he's the yeah. one who had to do whatever they had to do. Now, what he had to do, I don't know. He just seemed to be standing there. Well, there was some <laughs> sort of... Synchronition that had to go on. Yeah. I don't know. Is synchronition an actual word? I think I just made that word. Synchronization? Yeah. Maybe synchronization. He had to sync that's, up that's a good word, something though. with something else. So the two times, I think the time they were in and the time they're supposed to be in have to be in sync to an amount of accuracy that is beyond anything else. Okay. But he still seemed to be just standing there. He didn't seem to actually do anything once he got in there. Well, he had his iPad, oh, and he, he was ready, and he was clicking, and then he had to, when it hit zero, he went click, and the two times were exactly the same. Okay. And Fargo did whatever he had to do on the outside. Yeah. So it worked. Yeah. And they run to Nathan and say it worked, and he just dissolves. And he just dissolves, because he dissolves out of existence. Right. But he's remembered, so he's not erased from existence. He's not erased from existence, but he dissolves out of existence. He's not deleted. Because inside right. that container is what would have happened to everything outside of the container. And he said, tell Allie I did it for her. And that's what I wrote. I wrote, they figure out it was Leo, particle deaccelerator, yada yada, Nathan's dead. (laughs) (laughs) But at least in the end, because in the last couple episodes, he was actually more about Allison and Kevin and not about the artifact. Well, the artifact was gone by that time. Right, but at least in the end, he turned into a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. That's why he wanted to leave the show. Why? Because he was a nice guy? I think. (laughs) I think there was nothing else they could do with him. Because this whole show is based on will they or won't they of Carter and Allison. Yeah. So having her get married would kind of could have kibosh on however many seasons they plan to go milking it. I think this entire show was about getting rid of Nathan. Probably. That the show prior to this, they were going to keep him. But then either he decided to leave or the producers you think? decided to leave. No, I... So they wrote this episode. Or they had this episode written and they decided to kill him off. I think there was nothing else they could do with him. Because that puts the kibosh on the whole premise of the show of Carter and Allison. And, you know, they could have six, seven, eight seasons to milk that. The will they or won't they. Yeah. And that kind of puts the kibosh on it, if it happens that they didn't get married, 
I suppose they could have gone back and that have Alice and Nathan never get together to keep him. Yeah. But they're together now. So I don't know how they would have um, worked around that. Yeah. That just changes the whole premise of the show. It's just usually when you kill off a main character, yeah. you well, do Joss, it in some sort of finale kind of thing. To Joss Wheaton does it all the time. End of a uh, story arc. <laughs> yeah. And there's little episodes in between the story arcs. Yeah. You know, this was at the beginning of, an, of a story arc. Well, I don't know. It and then they kill off a main character, and then that character dying doesn't have anything to do with the story arc. It kind of seemed to me like it was the end of the artifact story arc. I don't know. By this point, I had forgotten about the artifact. Yeah, it just seemed to me that they couldn't figure out what else to do with him. Because if he stayed in Eureka and him and Allison weren't together, then he's just kind of a wasted character who's Not just going to really, be snarky. Because, yeah, but the dynamic between him and Carter were, was always good. I liked that that hey, but, frenemy kind of Yeah, uh, so did I. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And that would be the only reason I liked what that I wanted him to say. That could have uh, escalated from there. True. But they set this show up with the Carter and Allison whole thing, which they could milk for seasons and seasons and seasons. So having Stark there, could you ever see any scenario that Allison would choose Carter with Stark there? Not that she loves Stark more, but he would just be a detriment to everything. Well, you know, they were married and divorced once. Right, but they, they got to, divorced yeah, for a reason. I guess. They could have realized their mistake very quickly. I think what I mean is that they couldn't do season, 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 season after season of Stark trying to win Allison back. That gets old. Yeah. You know, there's a point where the will they or won't they thing gets old, too. Right. So they they have to do something with it. So I always thought that they just didn't know where to go. Yeah. That was my thought. But it could be he wanted to leave. I never actually looked it up. Or Yeah, but Stark could have, you know, I mean, he went away and started Stark Industries. In another right, time. right? <laughs> he could have done that again in this timeline. And then been a, a reoccurring character right. that came back every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, that would be the only other scenario is that he leaves. So yeah. either way, he's leaving. This is just more uh, yeah. dramatic. Yeah, and then it, they kill him off so he could never come back. Right, and screw up everything. But he does. Just once. Yeah. Before the last jump, Carter goes to see Lexi and Zoe and Vincent, and he kind of says his goodbyes to yeah. him with a, yeah, you know, yeah, not really saying stupid, goodbyes. Yeah. Oh, the big thing in my mind was right before they push the button, Nathan calls Carter Jack. Yeah, I think he did that to show that he really does yeah. respect him in some way. He's just never going to show it. Yeah, and the only way he can show it is by calling him Jack. Then Carter has to go tell Allison. He doesn't really give her an explanation. I'm sure that yeah. comes later off, yeah. you know, camera, but. But then she did know that they were involved in something dangerous when she... Yeah, she did. She knew, because she, she was knew. down there with the dead body, right. and there was something going on, and... But he didn't tell know. her about the time loop or anything. They, yeah. Nathan yeah. specifically said, don't tell her, because this is Allie's big day. He said, right. like, how many times? But you, when you walk into a lab, and there's, <laughs> right. a, and there's a, a dead body... You know there's a problem. And they say, don't worry, hon, we're going to take care of this. Right. <laughs> you, you see the potential of something going wrong. So we're basically at the end of the episode. We don't yeah. like Lexi. We don't like Lexi. Nathan is dead. Nathan's dead. Thanks. Yeah, so the synopsis of the episode is <laughs> Lexi sucks, yada yada, Nathan's dead. It's a quick episode. Very quick. So we will be back next week with the next episode. With the next episode, <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. You got the necklace, right? Yeah, I do. I'm quite sure she gets it. That she knows I did this for her.
Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for Season 3, Episode 5. Show me the mummy. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at Gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.